Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, July 12th. U.S. futures are mixed this morning, so the S&P futures are off about 8 points. That is about 20 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming, up 36 points. Dow futures are off about 140 points. That's about 40 basis points. So a reversal of what you saw Friday, where cyclical value stocks had a violent rebound rally and growth underperformed. That's reversing this morning. The price action today is very similar to what we've been seeing now for the last several weeks of healthy growth outperformance and continued selling in cyclicals. You have had on occasion throughout the last month and a half um, days when cyclical stocks will witness violent rallies like you saw Friday, but in general, the trend has been to sell cyclicals by growth that's continuing today. We'll see if this can continue going forward. Um, you know, I've, I've been talking about how I think cyclical stocks will eventually outperform um, you know, I continue to think they will on a tactical basis, but for the time being, you're still seeing the same trend in place of, of investors biasing growth. Um, and then in Europe, it's similar type of price action. So the major European indices are trading flat to down small in Europe. Overall, you are seeing um, large underperformance in cyclical. So basic resources and banks are off over a percent. Um, travel leisure stocks are getting hit very hard too. So again, it's a continuation of what you saw up until Friday when it reversed pretty violently. But in general, investors have been um, uh, selling cyclical stocks, both in the US and Europe. Asia finished higher across the board as that region responded to um, you know the very healthy US rebound on Friday. So just kind of running through a few items for this morning, nothing too major that's really kind of um, you know shocking the narrative overall. The G20 finance minister's meeting was held Friday and Saturday in Italy. They agree to proceed with plans for this global minimum tax. Um, you know, the fact that they issued a statement that that supported that whole initiative and agreed to move forward with it is not surprising at all. There have been a variety of different indications suggesting that would take place. Um, you know, there are still a lot of obstacles to overcome. You still have to fill in all the fine print, all the details. You have to get all the 130 plus countries of the OECD on board. And then you have to get whatever agreement is reached passed through all the um, various countries' uh, legislative process, so including the U.S. Congress, um, where that will be a huge obstacle. You've already seen a variety of different officials talk about how, at best, they're talking about years and years in the future before this actually comes to fruition, um, if it actually occurs at all. So I don't think investors are really paying much attention to the global minimum tax, um, and I think that's appropriate just given that, again, this is still several years um, from coming to fruition, if, if it does at all. You are probably going to see Europe drop plans for its digital tax that it had been um, considering that it would be imposing on global tech giants, most of which are obviously US-based. Um, it is going to um, de it's going to scrap plans for that um, digital tax just because incorporated into the global minimum tax initiative that um, G20 finance ministers agreed to, there is kind of... Um, variety of different mechanisms that will achieve the same end. So I wouldn't, you know, again, I don't think it's a huge positive for tech if you see Europe come out and say that they're, um, you know, scrapping plans for their um, digital tax. China continues to very aggressively crack down on its tech industry. Again, nothing that's really shocking to anyone. You've seen a, a million reports out over the last couple of weeks about all the various different initiatives that were being considered within Beijing. Um, you know, specifically, it's just the government now giving itself new powers to, um, essentially have the final veto on whether companies, even if they are incorporated outside of China, like Alibaba is and a lot of other major tech companies are, um, you know, they they have shifted the incorporation of 
the parent company to circumvent certain IPO rules. Now the government's just saying, um, you know, that they will be able to extend its IPO powers to those companies that are incorporated outside of the country. Um, you had reports this morning that ByteDance has indefinitely delayed an IPO because the government is talking about um, the company cleaning up certain data protection rules. So again, you know, this has been obviously an ongoing theme for several weeks. It's probably one of the factors that is boosting U.S. tech giants um, as global investors, you know, become wary of Alibaba, Tencent, et cetera, given all the regulatory scrutiny. Um, but just it's more of the same as far as, um, you know, the news you're seeing on that front. The ECB, um, you know, Lagarde gave an interview that hit late on Sunday um, where she essentially sounds pretty disappointed that the market was not more impressed with the ECB's new inflation outlook that was out last week. So she's saying how at the ECB meeting coming up on next Thursday, so July 22nd, that they'll be providing more forward guidance um, in a way to kind of perhaps um, convince markets in a more forceful fashion that ECB is in fact very serious about bolstering inflation. Um, Etc. You know, the market this morning is very unimpressed. Again, the euro is barely moving. Um, and I kind of think that will be the reaction going forward. Um, you know, the ECB is already taking such extraordinary actions. It's hard to imagine that they have any incremental steps left in their arsenal that will really kind of, I think, um, jolt the inflation outlook for eurozone markets. Um, and so I kind of feel that the market, again, will, will remain unimpressed going forward. Those are all the big macro trends for the most part. Um, nothing else all that interesting, um, you know, in terms of fiscal policy or, or really much anything else. Um, the calendar for Monday specifically is very barren. There's there's not much on the calendar as far as scheduled events for today. Um, this week, though, will be very important. You have a ton of um, various different catalysts, macro and micro. You have a lot of Chinese economic data, including a lot that's going to drop Thursday morning. You have US CPI that's out tomorrow morning. You have Powell testifying uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And then obviously you have the start of earnings season um, that kicks off tomorrow morning, Tuesday. You have Goldman, JP Morgan, Pepsi out in the morning. And then you have a relatively busy week of mostly financial earnings. I have previews for everything out um, that I put out Friday, the Vital Catalyst Watch. Um, so I encourage everyone to go to the website to look at all that. I've been putting out a lot of different macro pieces that are all in. They're all up on the website, and I have links to everything in the piece this morning. Um, and that is essentially everything for Monday, July 12th. Like I said, pretty slow this morning, but this week um, promises to be um, very busy on the Catalyst front. Uh, so that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.